Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Do it a little faster. You still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes, up. Welcome to another episode of Around the Way Curls. Here we hey, are. Girl, hey. We're here. We're here. What's going on? What's going on? I don't know how I stumbled upon it again, but I've been listening to The Life of Pablo by Kanye West. Oh, my God. What a brilliant album. That shit goes so hard. I was taken aback. I've been listening to it back to back to back for days now and i feel like yes we we don't like kanye do we not i i don't say that kanye west has gives problems he's problematic but he's an archetype like um like uh, if you think of like the <clears throat> tarot deck he's an archetype of something and i want to be in my year of Kanye I feel like everybody should tap into that delusion that he has Mm. as well as the risks that he's taken I think we think the way that he the way that he engages with risk is so beautiful and inspiring and I felt for the first time really really inspired by him and um and as fucked up as he is the the uh breadcrumbs that he's left left for a lot of us and for himself maybe and for the power in his risk taking in his relationship with fear or lack of it and his um rawness and his vulnerability it is just an incredible he incredible album and I didn't really I think I took it I think I didn't really listen to it when it first came out. I wasn't on it, but I um went back to it and I was just like that's probably one of my favorite Kanye albums. What's um, your favorite? What's my favorite Kanye album? Yeah. <sighs> um I think I have a weird relationship because in high school, before his first uh, album dropped, the mixtape leaked and I Mm -hmm. fell in love with the mixtape. And then when the album dropped, a lot of those songs were on the mixtape. So I was a little bit disappointed. So the first album that I really like played back to back to back to back was Heartbreak and uh, 808s. Although, of course, I loved all the the first albums. but for whatever re- reason, I think the first, I think for me, I loved his first albums. They were dope. They were really melodic. But then 
for whatever reason, this album is so, it's, it's just, it just is dope. It's just amazing. And he's just raw and, and the way the songs switch up and the production and it's just amazing. And I was like, he's, he was doing weird shit on it in mm -hmm. a way that I was like, yeah, there's something about doing some weird shit that I would love to follow in a way that he just, he just does. He just does it. And um, that's it. That's all. Pick that back up. Shout out to Kanye. Kanye motherfucking West. Hmm. How you doing? I'm okay. I am currently being insubordinate at work. Yes. Talk about it. Insubordinate. <sighs> I don't know what's going to come of this. But I told my boss no about something. I said, I'm not, I'm actually not in alignment with that. And the something was I'm working with a team that is very high level. And when you get to be very high level, you lose sight of the day to day stuff. It's very, you're not used to doing, you're not used to having to deal with like the minutia of the day to day. And like, you're not used to even having to work with the tools that most of the day-to-day -day folks have to work with to get the job done. And so they're struggling to stay organized. They're struggling to even read the messages that I'm sending them. Like I- The high level people? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, every, I'm a project manager. So there's a database where everybody can go. There's a sheet where everybody sees what- what needs to happen today for every project. And you can see what's happening for the rest of the entire project. You can see what's coming. Like I make sure that's filled out every day. We meet about it every day. They don't come to the meeting because they're too high level. They're busy. And then I also take and send them individually all of the things that need to happen today spelled out. I mean, the way I'm handholding it's unbelievable. They're still, they're, they won't read the messages that I send them. They're used to working in this silo and they're not used to having to be managed or reeled in at all. And so it's wildly frustrating. When I tell you how frustrating my job is, it's like I, I put all this process in place. I do all this prep work only for some folks to just completely ignore it. And, and when I do send a message, when I, when I finally get a hold of them, they're like, oh, can we meet about this? Because they don't want to read it. Mm. They don't want to go fetch the information. They want me to tell it to them, to spoon feed it to them. When the resources are there readily available for them, you're asking me a question about timing on a project. You have the full timeline at your fingertips. It has not changed. You just refuse to look at it. You have, I've spell it out for you in multiple places. You get an email, there's a meeting, there's this, there's that, and nothing. So now I've raised this flag to my boss. I, I've raised the flag. I mean, the flag's been raised by someone else who's working with that team as well, who's not on production, out of their frustration. And so the solution was that we will have a five o'clock meeting every single day except Wednesdays Wednesdays we'll have it at 4 30 or 6 30 depending on when one of the people's available and I looked at that and I said and y'all got me returning to the office so I know for a fact that this five o'clock meeting, it's not going to be 15 minutes it's not going to be 20 minutes it's not going to be 30 minutes not the way these people are it's going to be a significant amount of time. No, I'm not. And I just got a ping of a gentle reminder to add the meetings. I'm not adding them. I'm not doing that. Ooh. And I put my, I, I said to her, like, listen, I'm, I'm pretty concerned about this time. Not only because it doesn't feel very efficient. These people need to know they need to get marching orders in the morning. Not at 5 p.m. Now you've lost the whole day. You're doing a check-in at 5 p.m. What I'm telling you is they don't know what to do in the morning. They need to know what the goal is for the day. So why are we meeting at 5? How at all is this a solution? And then I also said I'm also concerned because we have returned to office and 
I've made it very clear that I have no plans of staying late at the office. That once I like that, I'm leaving, (laughs) I'm leaving and I'm not opening my computer. I've made that so clear. I said, so I'm very concerned about work-life balance. And she's, her response to me was, well, this is when such and such is available. So I put a meeting on her boss's calendar and I know that this woman is going to turn on me like that. She's not going to like the fact that I did it, but I'm just not doing it. I'm just not doing it. I swear to God, I'm not doing it. And then Mm. I had another meeting with the other person on the team and I said, and I started to make other plans. Hey, let's all meet. Let's all figure out when is there just 15 minutes during the day or in the morning. This other woman is West Coast. She doesn't log on in the morning. She wants to be a part of the meeting. I was like, you might have to let go and trust me that I'm giving them the right information. Like you might, I can't wait till you log on at 12 and then they're busy. And now the solution is five. No, or 630. Fuck you. No. Wow. This so be real. this is this, this is great. This is going to have a ripple effect because even her the boss's boss was kind of like, well, could you do it for a little while to see how effective I was like, is can I ask you a question? I was like, what are the working hours for this job? What are the hours that I am supposed to be available? Because I think I'm confused. And I'm not even trying to be a smart ass and nobody. Well, you know, we just work. Nobody gives me a solid this to this. It's always, we just work, it's agency work. So we have to, you know, we, as a team, there's some lulls, there's some highs. I'm like, no, not doing it. It's my project. And guess what? That's not how I want to run it. I will find another solution. And if you're not in agreement, then you run the project. Get me off the brand. Mm. Put me on a pip. I don't give a fuck. Put me on a fucking plan. To, of improvement if you feel like that's what you got to do. I, I love I just, this for you. I just can't do it. And when How she said- How do you said, feel? I'm nervous. I mean, I'm nervous mm. because I know it's going to- I'm not nervous like- I don't, You know me. I'm not going to shy away from conflict. I don't care to do that. So I'm not nervous about that. I'm nervous about the ripple effect. I'm nervous about my own mental health because now when you don't have your boss in your corner and she's pissed, that that mm. gets tricky. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I don't know. The mm-hmm. writing is starting to be very much on the wall. And I'm just like, I have to have fine, like fine time to put other p- plans in place because it's getting more and more clear <laughs> of like mm. what is going to happen. And that's mm. scary, you know, but it's just wild. I was like the fucking audacity of you. Like we just had this conversation. We just had this conversation about work-life balance. You don't give a fuck, girl. And she has no, she has no boundaries. So she's not going to have any for us. But sweetie, I don't get paid where you get paid. You just, Mm. you just said that you just bought a fucking vacation home. I don't get paid that. Fuck, fuck that. I don't get paid any of what these people are getting paid that I'm helping manage right now. Not even close, which is why they're the hardest to manage. So that's happening. So I'm I'm wrestling with that. Um, and I have to figure it out. I have to figure it out. It's not like I haven't been seeing other things out there. <laughs> I don't wanna Yeah. It's tricky. But yeah. um I'm also just like wrestling with throughout like duality we talk about Mm, duality all the time and and you've been not the barack obama duality that you were being anti-black about on monday but you just want to see me oh you just want to see me interesting cancel her y'all wow for somebody it's like don't talk about my friends you like you know what i was gonna say you know what i was gonna say burn nigga no you know what i was gonna say but if y'all really try to cancel her i'm gonna fuck y'all up don't play with me keep my friend name out your mouth tricky sorry for hitting the mic it's very tricky um i just like to uh troll you (laughs) but um yeah there's like this duality that I don't have. I have it in some instances, but baby, when it comes to right and wrong, black right, and white, right and wrong, I'm like <laughs> Not the Libra. It's so clear, and I'm finding myself more in the wrong lately, 
and it's Ooh. very difficult. Do you see what you're doing on Patreon? Can you stop? What was it loud? Yes, it was not only loud, but we can see you spitting into a glass. No, I, it was seeds. I have lemon. It's so what? It's still <laughs> creep. <laughs> but uh, it's just like anyway. I I'm I'm dealing with the fact that I've made some decisions recently that while they were honest about for me and like what I wanted, they definitely were at the detriment of someone else. And that doesn't feel good. And I don't, and I'm wrestling with that. And I'm realizing that like, I, I like to think of myself as very black and white when it comes to good and bad. And I've been good and I did things right. And I tell my friends, this is how you, this is what's right. This is what's wrong. And we have to remember that. And we can't, you have to consider everybody else and their feelings and you, you can't hurt anyone and all this other shit. And I found myself doing exactly that. And, and the fucked up part is it was like what I wanted to do ended up being very beautiful, Mm. but it, but for someone else, wildly painful. So just struggling with that. I don't know how to, I don't know how to grapple with that. I don't know how to feel. What if the pos? Mm. Yeah, I'm good. I'm not gonna see that. Can't talk. <laughs> no, I mean, and I know. I, I'm just. I am. Um, I'm just. Um, a little bit tipsy, <laughs> and I'm just philosophizing in this moment. But you're what, what if? Say the word again. <laughs> a little bit tipsy. No, what was the word? And you're just what? A little bit tipsy. And what else? And you're just philosophizing. Okay. <laughs> is that a word philosophizing i don't know it's I'm like a jazz up. hip it's like a hip jazz word <laughs> philosophizing cool daddy stop it i don't think um a, i think it is it is it's a cool it's a colloquialism is. if you will that's i um a word. wow what if it just leave it alone nothing internet no I just, I just I want to put that, that there. What if, karma. what if you can make a poor choice? I, I think what is consequential for everybody is if you're portraying yourself, if you're doing something against yourself, right? And if it's like, yo, I have this strong moral compass that I don't da 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 and then you go against that, then you have this a, a, in, internal conflict that like affects you on a visceral level, right? That's what I'm saying. I feel like I betrayed myself. And that's, that's something. Not me. That's something. But then there's this other thing of like, you're doing something that you wanted to do that your body and spirit that you were in alignment with, but that doesn't necessarily, um, that doesn't necessarily align with what is quote unquote right and wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. But you were in alignment with it. What, what does that mean? What does that mean? There's so many people that live, do the right things, but are betraying themselves in a lot of ways. I don't know. And living, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. But um, all I guess I can say is you are your own. You can't mind nobody else's business. You can mind yours, though. And if you don't feel right, then that's very important. But you can't mind nobody else's business. We just can't. We do not have the actual capacity to do it. You are not omniscient, all-knowing. You just don't know. Some stuff you do know, though. Do you? We can pretend like we don't. But some stuff is like, you know what it well, is? Then- Shoe on the other foot. That's what it is for me. Once I put that shoe on the other foot, if that fucking shoe don't feel good, then I'm wrong. In my mind. Like, come on, listeners, then seriously. You are wrong because it feels like this is an internal thing yeah, for you. You like, are wrong. 
If I'm on the other side of my actions and those actions are harmful, but, then it's not right. But right? what if you're, what if some people, I guess this is what I'm saying. What if the same situation and you don't feel that remorse? You don't, if some people in the same situation, they're like, yo, I don't, when I think about the other person on the other foot i don't feel anything are they wrong is it then wrong yeah i, I can't comprehend that i'm just talking for me <clears throat> in my world yes because i can always put the shoe on the other foot <laughs> for me yeah i'm like yeah you're wrong in my world you're wrong but for them if they feel nothing then i'm like okay well then you're a sociopath say less you're not only wrong but you're also a sociopath which i have grace for because you need help <laughs> <laughs> you're going to hell forever that's no, low but also i understand not that but anyway i'm grappling and it's tricky um I, the gray i'm not interested in i like the black and i like the white i'm real clear on what I that is that. <sighs> anyway um but i'm taking steps to to do right moving forward so that's good um Anywho, we are 19 minutes and 40 seconds in. And something happened last week where Shanti was very sad that we didn't get to a certain topic. So I think, fuck it. You want to do this topic? Oh. You want to talk about it, Sheila? We ain't got to wait a we week. Should, we, I forgot about that. That fast. And it was not much time. <laughs> it wasn't um, very long. Ago. It was just <laughs> a matter of minutes. There's October. a celebrity list that you brought up, Shanti. What is that list? We want to know. I want y'all to share it as well. Who are the celebrities that you want to see have sex? All right, you go first. Oh, listen to her. Listen to this (laughs) boot. It's on my other computer, guys. Hold on. Let me try and find it. I don't have the right one because all the patrons bought me a new computer. And my screen is bigger than Antoinette's. I got a real fancy computer. Uh, who the fuck is this calling me right now who the fuck is this this is a throwback and i've always been oh it didn't age well but i ain't gonna lie about it i've chris brown and rihanna that's on my list <laughs> chris brown and rihanna is on my fucking list they i was swear i'm looking right good out time they was get out time <laughs> yuck um, I have Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. Really? Fuck. You don't want to see yeah. Lisa Bonet have sex? Yeah. I forgot about Lisa, the god, the, the queen. God. The god. Don't icon. play with me. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I love myself. <laughs> Michelle and Barack Obama. <laughs> no. I feel I like don't. they have great sex. I don't. <laughs> I feel like. They have what? great sex. I'm really interested in their chemistry. I feel like. Lee. I want to see it. I want you to keep Barack name out your mouth. You're just. <laughs> there are certain people. That's like, I support what? his expression in a way that you don't. It seems like you want to put him in a box. I do. You want to keep him in this elite, you know, square. It's not even Barack elite. out here. That's like saying I want to see like Harriet Tubman. Like weirdo. Just leave it alone. Don't think of that. That's what I'm getting. It's like that's like on the Why? black historical he's, he's monument. At Harriet Tubman level. <laughs> I know no, he's not Harriet Tubman. I'm sorry. I'm high, <laughs> but it's just it just feels weird. Like why are you looking at them like that? I always did. I always was like I want to know how their sex is. I don't want to see. I want to see. I want to know Michelle throwing the back. Michelle. I'm not going to I'm not going to say that about Michelle. You want to know why they don't present in that sexual way. So they don't invite me to I want to creep. I don't feel entitled to that. All right. I do. This is a throwback. Kalisa Nas. Oh, Uh, (laughs) very good. Thank you. I see. Very good. I know this is a fantasy, although they probably did have sex. Denzel Washington and Eva Mendes. You mean in that movie? Th- yeah. They never had sex. I have Eva Mendes yes, and her did. husband, Ryan yep, Gosling. Yeah, me too. So do I. Oh, I Ryan. 
I know Ryan putting I it down. I do. And I know Eva looking at him with her little sultry self. Ooh, child. I'm so um, happy we have similar. Um... Tiana Taylor and Iman Schubert. Really? Tiana yeah. and her husband? You fucking yeah. kidding me? You seen Tiana? Mm. I'm less interested in him and more interested in learning all the things from her. I would really like to see Sid and Ariana Simone. That's who they're married oh. now. So Sid's actually married. She's beautiful. Yeah, she is. I feel like Sid put I it down. I feel like Sid go, fuck. Sid said, come sit on the throne. All right, I do have um, unpopular opinion. I have Megan Good and Jonathan Majors. I think they fucking nice. She's, I'm less interested in her. I'm far more interested in what he's doing. That, that little show alone, I was like, bro. You were, you were what? really, that's I why was you like the show. You're like, fuck all this historical shit. Let me <laughs> no, see the historical shit was fire. But was second to him. Mm. Megan Good, for some reason, I think, never mind. I, just because I just didn't get enough sex scenes from him i don't even know this nigga's name john snow and his wife i love their <laughs> chemistry i love them as a couple Not i just snow love them and his wife <laughs> kit harrington i, love kit I like harrington. i like them as a couple i want to see them i don't want to see her I liked her, her little bony I like ass her she's so bony i'm she's good. so bony i want to see john John fucking like Eva Mendez or somebody. Yeah, like We're not as fetishizing that racially ambiguous woman. We're not well. <laughs> All right. I have um Angelina and Brad. Sorry. Uh, I wanna see it. Their chemistry and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I said I'd watch it. I'd watch Angelina. I, I wanna see her go. I don't wanna see her. Why? I just don't. I I don't I don't get it. I don't get Angelina. You don't get Angelina I like. I feel Jolie's like Halle sexiness. Berry also is just incredibly sexy woman, but I don't want to see her have sex. Me neither. Not at all. I don't want to see Beyonce, Beyonce have, have sex. Oh, we just had to say, I don't. I'm like, no, no. Don't ruin it for me. Thanks. I do want to see ASAP and Rihanna have sex, though. I do want to see They're Rihanna. They're on my I list. Do. I want to see yeah. Rihanna and anybody. Me too. I just want to see Rihanna. Less interested in ASAP. If I'm being honest. Probably a pillow princess. He probably Even then, is. I'm like, go ahead, girl. You winning. Get it. No, I said he is. I don't think Rihanna is. That's a Bayesian woman. She it. Definitely Miguel and his ex-wife. Oh, my God. That was the one that sparked it all. Do oh, me a favor. Look this, probably look, disturbing. Do you know Javier Bardem? Google. The everybody, old head? Everybody Google him. I'd like he to holds- see him and Penelope. Go crazy. Yes. Go fucking crazy. You heard me? Go wild. I love that for them. And finally, Erica about doing anyone for me, except Common. Out of respect for you. I don't want to see Erica. You don't want to. Yes, do. You've do. lost it. I do. I really do want to see her. I want to have sex with her. I don't know if you should do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I want to see Ozzy Davis and Ruby D in their heyday. Here you go. That's what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Leave our historical figures yeah. alone. They were a sexy little sensual little. Oh. You didn't say Eartha Kid. You didn't say no. Josephine Baker. Nope. Leave Ruby D alone and I leave Ozzy Davis and alone. They, he's, he was a fine man too. That nigga was fine. I, I want to hear y'all's. Y'all gonna say something like Alicia Keys and and I don't want to see that nose all in Alicia Keys. Did, face. He probably giving her the best orgasm with that nose. That, that nose is he probably penetrating. <laughs> six That's a beak. Got it, yo. That beak going crazy. Angel, you know Damn. that joint. That joint probably vibrate everything. He making, ah! he making beats on it. He going crazy. It's just, it's like, mm. <laughs> that shit. Fuck a flat nose. Give me a beat. Yeah. Play with me. You taught mm. me something. You said you need somebody with a belly. I said, what? 
You do. She said that belly be hitting. It fills you up. It's all the places, all the surfaces. <laughs> she was like, you are these these abs. Taut abs. They ain't, y'all, these you got to rub bellies. If, if your belly's rubbing together, <laughs> you ever, ladies, have you ever rubbed bellies with a man? <laughs> oh, my God. It's the sweetest thing. <laughs> I love it. Shout out to Winnie you, you the Pooh ass. Are. I don't want to see you have sex. I really yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'd be horrified. Like, what is she doing? Is she rubbing I, his belly? <laughs> well, her belly. I was meditating on who we would, who would we want. I would want to see you have sex. Of all of our squad, I think I would want to see you have sex. That means so much to me. You have no idea. Oh my god, really? I'd be like, cause she talk a lot of shit. Let me see what she doing over here girl <laughs> remember when i was practicing on different sizes so that i don't have to be disappointed again oh god let's take a break <laughs> <laughs> welcome to another episode of we might not girl. get to the main topic but fuck it all right y'all um you gonna sing did you sing last time after these messages, we'll be right back. Boop. And we're back. <clears throat> Voicemails. Did you write the breakdown? VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I did. It's right there. Oh, no, it's, it's not. just not where it's supposed to be. Um, okay. We have some voicemails that we'd like to share. And as always, we're very grateful to the good folks who call us. Please, if you would like to call us, maybe let us know who your celebrity couple is that you'd like to watch have sex. Please call 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. Thank you. What one thing. I want to see Jay-Z have sex, but not with Beyonce. Oh Sorry. my God. That is this what I'm talking about with this tricky relationship you have with our girl. Why? Why not with her? I don't know. I have to unpack it. It's a lifelong unpacking with Beyonce. I will say this. I don't know that I want to see Jay-Z have sex. I heard Jay-Z got a thing on him, child, yeah, but third leg. You think he, I feel like Jay's, I don't nah. know, he might be quiet. Maybe he pulls something out, out of his little he head. Probably learn how, he's probably a good lover now. He's probably awful. He was probably so bad. Terrible. Oh, God, just, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. Turn yeah, around. I hope, just I hope that she just probably degraded. was like, no, you have to look at me. Yeah, she was like, do you know what it's like to be loved? Why do you not want to be loved? <laughs> do you feel seen? All right, ready? <laughs> Here's the first voicemail. All right, this is Pound Town Barbie calling in again. Y'all can give me another name if you want. That's fine. Okay, so uh, Shanti, yes, I'm so excited that you want to, or you're open to having a conversation about possibly um, exploring the world of um, BDSM specifically. I would not identify myself as a as a full kinkster, but I've definitely um, I've definitely had kinky experiences and I've enjoyed certain BDSM situations. And yes, I am a person who finds, I wouldn't necessarily say pleasure in pain, but I have learned a whole lot about myself and particularly a lot of my hangups around colorism and the way mm. that I present in larger society, um, or better yet, the way that I present 
um, in black communities and how my features are presented and how that's received by some um, in the community versus um, the privilege and or not privilege, no privilege that I get when I when I engage in the larger in the larger world. So yes, I very much have. I've like I have had I've had another woman, um, and I, I did not I did not explicitly ask her because she was dark skin. I was just like, hey, like we're all here. We have this party as a black king party, and yeah, I'm like, yo, tie me up and go to town. Let it all out. Um, and, and yes, I learned a ton about myself. I learned a ton about my tolerance for physical pain. I learned a lot about my tolerance for emotional pain. Um, and, and yes, it was for me, not for everyone. For me, it was an incredibly transcendent and liberating experience. Um, it was beautiful for me. Um, I don't know if I would do it all the time, but to have that moment where, yeah, I did confront those voices in my head through a through a consensual physical experience with other people that look like me, yeah, it's incredibly liberating. Um, excited that you excited that um, BDSM is coming up on the podcast. Love the work that y'all do. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Shanti, yeah, I want to get smacked. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you are irritating me tonight. <laughs> That's all you have to say after that amazing voicemail, generous voicemail. Why did you say mm, when they said when they were talking? I don't know about what what I don't colorism. They didn't go into what they were what the what they learned about themselves in colorism. Are they light skin and they were looking out for a dark skin person? They it's do they not want to engage with people that are lighter than them, causing physical pain? I don't know if they didn't go into that, um, but that was interesting. And I'm curious to know what kind of pain, like what was the actual act or infliction, if you will. I'll smack you if you want. <laughs> I'll smack you, dumbass. Come over here. Do you, where you want to be smacked? all your anger on me. I'm like, oh. I'll smack whoa. the shit out you. What you need? Where do you need to be smacked? <laughs> Been waiting all my life. Dismissive. Go ahead. All right, next one. Hi guys, my name is Sienna and I'm a first time caller in and I was listening to the episode of Job Today about the five closest people to you and you touched on something in the catch-up that I think was really poignant, which you guys were talking about how Shanti can sometimes be like quote-unquote aggressive or it's a lot when she communicates the boundary and I was really, really relating to that sentiment because I've gotten that same feedback that I can be cold, hurt, um, and it relates to an issue I've been thinking a lot about, which is what is the place that anger has in our lives? Hmm. What's the healthiest place for it? Because it's often an emotion that we're not allowed to share in the moment. It has to be processed first. And I, as I confront my shit, I'm realizing that I can't lead a healthy and integrated life without anger having a healthy and integrated place somewhere in it Um, because otherwise it's going to bubble up in very destructive ways. And I'm really curious about both of your opinions on what a healthy place and expression for anger is. And when Shanti was like, well, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I also relate so much to that because Sometimes as someone myself who is known for being bubbly and everyone's best friend all the time, the few times that I do put a boundary up and it is firm and stark and I do get cold with it sometimes, the reflection back that that's too aggressive can sometimes be more painful because, one, the coldness is honestly just an attempt at, you know, communicating a boundary while still being civil and not getting disrespectful, not calling anyone out of their name, not, you know, using disrespectful language. The coldness is actually trying to be a better version. And also, I know that sometimes the people in my life who are on the receiving end deal with other people who are much more overtly aggressive or rude 
or disrespectful. And that can be par for the course for them, but it's not allowed for me. And sometimes I'm like, damn, am I not allowed to have any negative emotions at all then, ever? But what I've come to realize is that on the outside, on the other side of it, one, it's just such a stark contrast, which makes it feel more aggressive. And two, energy speaks so much louder than words do. And sometimes energetically pulling back is more of a fuck you than someone saying fuck you to your face, but still feeling like they're emotionally reachable. And so I'm working on that. And I'm curious your opinion. I don't. I don't know that I have um, an intentional practice with anger. Mm. So it seems like you're a little bit further ahead in in your awareness and your intention with anger. Um, I think with me, anger, not a lot of people have privilege. I don't want to say privileged. I don't engage in in conflict or anger. People see me angry very often. It's often my very close relationships. Is it close relationships? I don't know. I just know like where I feel very free and I am not. What's the word that you keep using that I'm like, yeah, fuck it up, internet. Editing? Editing? Self-editing. I'm not self-editing. With my anger is with my mom and that's, she makes me the most angry, but it's this weird relationship of um, me not feeling self-doubt and, and am I, am I allowed to feel anger in this way with her? Mm. Um, That is both toxic as well as safe, I would say. Um, And I think there was another person in my life that I felt that with, and that was a very toxic relationship. And I think you, Antoinette, are probably the third person that I feel. You're probably the least comfortable that I feel having, being angry with and still trying to figure out how to um, manage my relationship with anger, but probably the safest space to do it. The least comfortable, but the safest space. Um, you would only want to be really making me angry like that. <laughs> so, Wait, I don't know. I don't know if I answered your question. You For like real, I, I, I think our relationship and our, yeah, you're the closest person to me that I like have no choice but to like confront it and mm-hmm. deal with it with um, and be in practice of it with. And you are not, you don't hide from conflict and you are very confident in your, or it's, it's not a strange placement for you to be, I don't, you're not an angry person, but that's not something that you necessarily, uh, I don't think you struggle with so much. So it's. It's interesting. It's interesting being in conflict with you compared to lots of other folks. So I don't know. I didn't answer your question, girl. Sorry. <laughs> I think um, for me, my relationship with anger, I think it definitely depends on the relationship. And, and anger with the world, anger with my, um, anger with my, life or like some internal stuff that has nothing to do with anybody else really turns shows up for me with sadness um i'm really like angry but then the way i'm expressing it is like sad Mm. um i think with you and i i don't i don't struggle with having hard conversations just because it's like well we got to we're in business together um but i struggle with being angry with you and I struggle uh, with like I think I struggle with um definitely wanting to be have whatever conversation I have with you be productive so that there's like some solution at the end of it but to just I don't think I've ever just said like yo I'm angry I'm resentful of this 
you know, and like, this is what it is. It's always like, okay, well, what processes can we put in place? What, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of thing. Which I, isn't so, necessarily realistic either. What do you mean? Versus just being angry. Like it, it feels like it wants to be squashed or quelled versus like letting that ang- just sit with Yeah, I don't sit like, with that. Yeah. I, try, I don't think I try to sit with that often at all with anyone. In general? In general, I think mm. all the anger that I allow myself to f- really feel is like it's got to fuel me to find a solution to not be angry. Mm. Anymore. Mm. It's not just like, oh, I'm angry. How does that feel? Because I, mm. my anger shows up and sad. Mm. Like me lashing out, it's not. It's not really a only person I think I do that with is my sister. Again, somebody that you the closest with. We're like when we're angry, really we're hurt. We ain't even angry. So now that's why we lashing out. But like, it's interesting. I think anger doesn't, I think anger is such a shallow feeling. Think about like when, when you're act, when back when I was acting and like, you didn't tell anybody like, oh, you're angry here. It's like, well, what is causing the anger was always a result of a deeper feeling, Mm. whether you're afraid or you're hurt or you're. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel discarded, whatever it is, there's some other fuel to that anger. The anger is just how it's showing up. Yeah. So I don't think I try to sit with anger because I, I, to me, it's not productive. I don't know, but maybe I need to. I feel, I'll get, I feel that you feel far more validated in your anger I don't often feel validated in my anger. I see. Like you'll be mad at someone. You'll be like, yo, I have a right to be mad. Like, fuck that. Now I'm, I'm far more like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't sit. I don't like feel. You don't feel entitled to your anger. I don't feel entitled to my anger. Hmm. Whatever. I'm angry You better get in touch with that inner white woman. You see them white ladies on our, on that one post. Let me talk to in case any of y'all listening. We have been infiltrated with by white women because we posted the whole I can't believe women fought to work thing. And that has since gone viral. And the comment section is a muck. The comment section is full of white women battling around the way curls listeners, because it ain't just yeah. black women, but around the way curls down ass white women too. Shout out to y'all, y'all know who you are. Or who are saying like, oh, well, black women were always working. It was like they was always in labor. And white women are furious about that. They're furious that that comment is there. They are not realizing that the meme is a fucking joke. Like, have you looked at those comments? I want y'all to go away. Yeah. some. <laughs> it's just Unfollow so uh, whenever us. I no hear needed. like, well, women had to. I'm like, I, I just scroll yes. to the next thing oh you don't read it what? i've read some of it and i'm like uh-uh y'all should unfollow us because i'm going to start intentionally posting stuff that makes you angry soon this you are a guest here i need to be real clear okay you're a guest here act accordingly child they don't know they just pre- following all right moving. next up one more voicemail Hey, Internet and Shanti, this is Chris. I've called before. Um, when I called before, I mentioned how I work in education, and basically I was just, like, really burnt out and really in not a good space mentally, and I had to make the decision to um, take a break from that career path or that. Yeah, anyway, I had to take a break from that to do something that's less cognitively draining or less emotionally draining for a little while, give myself a break, and then get back in um, to it when I'm not burnt out anymore. Um, But I was just calling because I just listened to episode 287. And Antoinette, I feel like we obviously we all just share one consciousness with everything you guys talk about is the same thing that me and my friends talk about and are experiencing too. But anyway, Antoinette, I just want you to get out of your own way, just like I want myself to get out of my own way. Um, Sometimes I feel like we both are very locked into these markers or these pillars or these 
plans that we have and because we judge ourselves so hard um, and because we think other people are going to judge us the way that we judge ourselves it keeps us from making the choices that are right for us. And um, all I'm saying is, you know, don't be afraid to make those decisions that are going to free you up and make you feel more, yeah, just free. Um, don't be afraid to make those decisions, uh, even if those back, those decisions look like a back step or you're backsliding mm. or you're going the wrong way or that's not smart or that doesn't, like, no, just, I was work. I went to school. I got my master's. I was working in this specific career field, and then now I'm taking a step back to work in a field that doesn't require any college level degree. So it looks kind of like what the fuck? Like you went to school to do all this just to turn around and give it up? That doesn't make any sense. And it's like you moved to like for you. Maybe you moved to New York, and then you just mentioned possibly moving back to Philly. Maybe that looks like a backstep, but maybe that's what you need. Maybe quitting your job and being floating and figuring it out, maybe that looks like a backstep, but maybe that's what you need. So just kind of like stop judging yourself so hard and feeling like you have to be perfect and make the right decision. You say that a lot, and that's something that I say a lot, and I just want, like, fuck the right decision. Just fuck it and just do what what feels good. Um, wishing you guys all the best of you guys. And also, Antoinette, every time you say appreciate it, it kills me. I love it. All right, bye. How are you supposed to say appreciate it? Appreciate. Say it again. Appreciate. <laughs> For real? Mm-hmm. Appreciate? Mm-hmm. And I say appreciate it. Mm-hmm. That's why we love you. You can sing. <sighs> Thank you for that voicemail. I will not receive any of it (laughs) (laughs) no that voicemail yes yes i yeah i i cannot promise that i can put any of that into practice just yet if i'm if i'm being being completely honest um yeah i don't know that i'd feel more free moving back to philly i feel don't come back here girl i wouldn't let you i would not let you do that I swear to God, if there's one thing I wouldn't want you to do is come back to Philly because why? Also, yeah, like live it. uh, My mom's always like, you would come here and save money. I would be, I'd lose my mind. You can't even play music in that house. You're not allowed to. It's too loud. Nah, you can't do that. That's not an option. But all the other stuff is an option. Yeah, but you know, quit your job. Figure out how to keep your rent. Figure out how to do all that. But that's all an option. Float. Flo, this New York rent money will find you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know how to put that to practice. Because um, the way that my reality be set up, I just, I'm just too practical in some ways. I'm just, I, and it's bad. But it doesn't practical mean that I can't fearful. be both. Absolutely. I know I'm scared, but I. it doesn't mean that I that I should stop myself from finding an exit strategy from like, and like, and doing the hard things of being insubordinate (laughs) and shit like that. So I just, that's a big step for me. Just the insubordination. Insubordinate and churlish. (laughs) So, but I, I really do appreciate that message and I'm really proud of, I don't know if she said her name. I do appreciate. I never knew that. Mm, Philly Public Schooling, Chris, for um, calling because that is very that's a very brave thing that you did, and it is I'm sure I'll, it's not just fear; it's ego driven as well. It's so much ego, like oh, I went to New, I came to New York, and now I'm about to be living in my mom's attic. It's finished. That's but... a very nice house. It's a very nice house. <laughs> it would not be a degrade step down. I went in there like, how they keep their um. <laughs> They don't walk around in that house. Why that carpet look like that? She came upstairs, y'all. She was like, so they just be up in here vacuuming? (laughs) I was like, yo. (laughs) So the vacuum mark's still on the floor. Yeah, girl. I hate carpet, but I'm so impressed with people that have super clean carpets. Wildly clean carpets. I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't know. That's not really an option. I, I, I don't know. 
But I thank God you and I'm proud way. of you. I thank it's you and I'm proud of you. And I'm, I think I'm going to remain open to those possibilities and honest about where I'm at because I got figured out. All right. I said that was the last one, but I lied. And y'all, I don't think y'all getting the main topic because it's late and it's almost an hour because we spent all that time talking about celebrities you want to have sex with. We want to see have sex. We well, It's a whole nother list of people we want to have sex with. Oh, is that what I said? <laughs> Who do we want to have sex with? Probably everybody on that list. All right. Ready, set, go. Hi, Shanti. Hi, Antoinette. My name is Nicole. Uh, first off, I really fucked with y'all. Um, y'all, to me, my head feel like my older cousins. Um, cool, knowledgeable, uh, just beautiful um, overall, just beautiful women who I feel like I learned so much from uh, listening to the podcast. Um, I'm 31 myself uh, from North Philly. Um, and this, the latest episode, episode 287, the five closest people around you marry you. Um, this episode really stood out to me and made me want to call and leave a voicemail. Um, I mean, I've been listening since maybe 2018, um, and just never, never, wanting to call um being from philly uh, my partner is from arkansas and he'll always make comments of like y'all philly people like y'all never want to see joe or y'all never want to see corny like y'all just don't allow yourself to smile or to like be happy or to like show love to people and that's sort of uh what was the reason why I never called, but I, I listen to y'all pretty often. Um, I actually, I actually um, worked uh, with Shanti back in 2018, back when you were still a part of the hair salon. Um, I've admired you since then, but just never that silly thing, like just never wanted to seem on your top or never wanted to be corny. But like I've admired you. Um, since working uh, with you, um, and now I'm now I'm calling because this episode I really resonated with um, Shanti when you spoke about when you spoke of how you are just guarded in a way, um, and I feel the exact same way. And I thank y'all for this episode because it's it's going to have me sitting down and really thinking about you know, the five closest people in my life and why am I so guarded? Um, you know, I want to be more social. Um, I have a best friend who lives in, in Georgia right now. Um, and really my best friends are my cousins, but outside of them, you know, I don't really have that big of a friend group or um, a network. Um, pretty much most of the people around me are through my partner. And so I want that to change. Um, she got cut off. Uh, let me put that. Damn. Take that out. Let <laughs> <laughs> me this whole person's government name. Nicole, I remember you. I owe you an email. You did reach out. First of all, you've done your due diligence to reach out and try to stay connected. And you've been on my back of my mind, actually, for a minute. So that's amazing that you um that you hit me up. Or that you follow around the way curls and and made this comment. Um, I I don't know. Awareness is the beginning, I guess, of change. And uh, <coughs> Philly is a weird, hard place <laughs> to come from, and I don't think we realize that until we're around other people to realize how deeply insecure I think we are. And how clickish Philly is. It's a hard place to grow. It's it's easy, but it's also hard in a lot of ways. So, yeah, being a product of this environment is is one thing. Um, but hit me up. Hit me up. Reach out again. You're not Joe at all, <laughs> at least in my eyes. I, I remember you 
vividly. Vividly. I love that. I really do. I wanted to end there. And this is a short and sweet one. We apologize that we, that's why we need a producer to help us stay on track, guys. But I'm going to honor myself and the fact that I have a very early morning and it's late here. I'm not going to push it to do another half an hour, 40 minutes. We will save what the main topic was for next week. But I do hope you still enjoyed. Sorry. Bye. (laughs) You have just heard an Around Away Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out early. (laughs) Very good.